Today's Bikes Car Radio is sponsored in part by Bob's Watches, the most trusted destination to buy or sell. 100% authentic luxury pre-owned watches, shop vintage and contemporary pieces from Rolex, Tudor, Omega, Breitling, Cartier, Paddock, and more. Explore thousands of models available now at bobswatches.com and bobswatches.com slash spike for my holiday picks. Buy a special watch for that special person in your life. Overnight delivery and free shipping included. Let's start the show. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. King. Oh, yeah. Texas blues guitarist. Who happens to be born on September 3rd, my birthday, except 1934. Also, September 3rd, Ferdinand Porsche. Did you know that? Also, September 3rd, Charlie Sheen. Freddie King, Ferdinand Porsche, <laughs> Spike Ferriston. <laughs> really makes you believe in astrology. <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> listen to this guy. Texas. Mm. Oh, I could listen to that. I could just listen to that for the whole show. The older I get, the more all I want to hear is blues. I just don't care about anything else anymore. That just has great energy. So good. Welcome to Spike's Car Radio. Uh, welcome to the holiday season. <laughs> you've got uh, Zuckerman. You've got uh, Lieberman. You've got Ferriston. Next week... By the way, our holiday festivist show. Uh. Get ready for feats of strength. <laughs> oh no, feats of, I'm I out of shape. <laughs> I don't think it really matters. <laughs> well, I was gonna I was gonna fold up a uh, frying pan, but I don't know if I can do it anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. I'll, I'll see what <laughs> I can you do. could. You fold it around your head? Is that no, is that on your trick? fucking head? No, <laughs> but no you're no, gonna you fold up a frying you pan. Roll it up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if I can do it. I'll try. I'll, I'll practice this week, and I'll, I'll see what I can do. Zuckerman will tell us what he hates about all of us. <laughs> that, would be, that would be easy. <laughs> I've got a few things to say to you folks. You're going to listen. And uh, maybe Matt Farrell will come. Didn't he come to the last one? He did. Remember he ate the can? Oh, that was, pr- that was <laughs> impressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was great. Oh, I he's was, definitely coming. I still think about that, because I was so proud of myself for bending that nail on the first shot, and then this yeah. guy eats a can, and it totally upstaged me. <laughs> Eat a can! Whatever he did. And then, you, <laughs> then you hit him with a frying pan, fold it around his head. He eats a can, bang. Wow. That did you was... ever see, speaking not of Freddie King, but Albert King playing with Stevie Ray Vaughan? Mm-hmm. That was one of the greatest, greatest duos. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, there's so much Real blues. Out there. Real blues. Well, welcome to the show. We're happy you're joining us. Wherever you're listening to us, in the car, in the workshop. On the farm. On the farm, in the school, <laughs> snow plowing, snow. on the can. Usually, it's 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 it appears to be a bunch of guys in nine elevens. <laughs> yeah, mostly <laughs> in Uruguay in or Uruguay. Croatia. They have that little <laughs> infotainment thing. I get really excited when I see the Spikes car radio on the on the thing there. That's kind of fun. And then wherever they're driving across the Golden Gate Bridge, or I don't know, into battle and. <laughs> 
in the Ukraine, <laughs> wherever you might be listening. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Number four in Ukraine. <laughs> Johnny, you were just in Florida. I was. You? Miami. You doing your new gig as an auctioneer? Well, as an auction reader, yeah. An auction reader. An auction reader. That's so, the guy that sits next to the babbling guy calling out is the that like Is that like the greeter at, at Walmart? No. Or no, Costco? No, no, no. Hello, come no. in. First of all, at RM, I learned, you stand the whole time. So that was, You do? That was a challenge. And how like, long are you standing? It's like three hours. Oof. But it's, it's, it's intense focus because you got to just pay attention at all times. But I'm the guy who's like, okay, up next we have lot number one, two, three. Three. This is a 1990 Mercedes. Is this Benz. how you did it? No, I'd use my normal voice. Go ahead, I'm, do I'm, one for us. Uh, I don't know. Uh, book, but use okay. your normal oh, voice. All right. Uh, up next, we have a 1991 2000. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do my normal voice. Okay, here I like goes. that better than the one you used before. Yeah, that's my fake radio voice. Okay, you know we have a, a 1991 Lamborghini LM002. And are you staring Rambo into Lambo. an audience of how many people, or is it is it full? The, we were limited by, we did it in a, this really funky parking garage thing. There's like a seven story parking garage. So they were limited by the fire marshal to like 290 mm, people. And it yeah. got up. I think there was a couple over, um, over 300. I'll, um, yeah. We, when we're off the air, I have something very funny to tell you. But oh, wait, oh, wait. Now, I, I, what I, do you mean? You Come on. No, I know, I know. Drunk, I bored, what? Why would you say said, that? The listeners now feel cheated of they a funny are, story. Listeners, I am cheating you. It's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. It, 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 male, female, legal, animal. Legal ramifications having to do with oh. the fire marshal. But it's a funny uh, story. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, anyways, he took a bribe? I, I, listen, after the show. I'll, oh, really? I'll, he did? I didn't know. No, 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 no. We never got it lifted. We fought with a fire marshal at that Lufka coat. Remember that? Yes. That guy came in full bore after us. Oh, my God. We he was just, something else. We were just being let in the back gate as we were told to. And uh, the second we crossed the line, this guy just came running at us and goes, what do you think you're doing? To Zuckerman, of all people. I'm sure it was a nice response. No, I didn't actually. I actually, I was on good behavior because she was so insane. You were very there calm. Was, there was you, no way to respond to somebody that was this unglued. But you did direct a lot of attention to him. It made the kids laugh. I had the boys in the car. <laughs> you see, you did not react at all. You were not intimidated at all. And you go, what are you blowing off about? <laughs> and it was, it was accurate. Like, what are you doing? They heard the event people waving us in. What are you doing? We're one car. <laughs> And then he let us in, and blamed and blamed that gal. Blamed blamed her, and it was nothing. And she didn't do anything. It was wrong. such a weird but moment. The, but, the but it was so was, aggressive. It, it was, was so was aggressive. Just, and Lieberman, it was as if he approached our car as if he was on the basketball court playing <laughs> playing D. Like I was going to try right, right. to get around him with the ball, but we're in a car. We're not playing basketball. It was the weirdest the weirdest defensive maneuvers I've ever seen of a human and, versus. And what a car. was he worried about? We don't, I don't know. know. We don't know. We still don't know what that it was. That was that back entrance by yeah. the food truck? Because yeah. yeah. I walked in and out of there all day, but I I, I, I didn't drive. I walked. You know, we so. were given instructions. Yeah. Hey, you're coming. We have parking for you. Drive through this gate and park right here so okay. you guys can leave. Yeah. Right. And, and the production and, and the they production were, coordinator was bringing us in and he, he went full. He lost ooh. his mind. <laughs> Like we were on gate crashing. Fucking glued. Wow. He came unglued, yeah. So he came weird. unglued as if he just saw a plane crash into a I, building. I had a cop one time. We were doing a shoot, and, and he he was like, we had, you know, we had like a Corvette and a Viper. And he's like, you guys are following the speed limits today, right? And I was like, oh, yes, officer. Of course we are. And he goes, no, I'm serious. If you go 56 miles an hour, I'm shutting this whole production down. 
And I was like, uh, first of all, we're permitted to simulate speeds up to 90 miles an hour. But second of all, like the whole reason you're here is so we can do this safely. Like these cars do 55 in first gear. And he was just real dick. He's like, well, I'm going to call my supervisor, you know, and he calls in and then he's like, you know what she said? If you want to kill yourselves, be our guest. And then I was like, just so mad at this guy. And then like six hours later, he comes up. He's like, I'm really sorry. My kid, his kid had like special needs. He's like, he had a really bad day yesterday. And I just, I took it out on you. And I'm like, that's said, I can relate. People. I'm special needs. <laughs> and uh, very, uh, yeah. That's what, that's what he said. And then you guys hugged it out. <laughs> then very they made, accurate. Then they made love. <laughs> well, as only two bearded men can do. Wait, let's just get back to, let's get back to the auction. Let's forget that. I, it, yeah, so, yeah. it was fun. It was, it was, it was, it was the So hardest. this was an audition for you. I think. I think it was yeah we'll and see. so how do they now decide whether you passed muster or not well the guy who owns did you our, wear a suit yeah wore a suit no tie and, no tie. and then it was so hot that we just me and the auctioneer lost our jacket podium so nobody saw the no this hair next bentley <laughs> no it is um, underwear but yeah wore a suit um Look, I want to know what metric these fools are, are judging yeah, how, you on. We sell for okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We sell the cars. We sold 98%. Forget okay, about so that. No, 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 no. I want to know what metric they're judging you. Can I talk? I want to yeah. answer my questions, not his. Uh, okay. I don't want to do a big ad no, no, for no, no, our no, no, RM no. Sotheby's so, so, auctions. So one of the metrics they use is sell-through rate. Right. So every car sold except for a Bugatti EB110, reserve yeah. was 1.7, it got to 1.6. Yeah. They credit the reader partially with like keeping people excited. And right. you know, so they said that was good. The owner uh, said something like, well, $48 million in one night. Fuck yeah. And then like drank a beer. And that's that the, Rob that, Meyer? That was Rob, yeah. <laughs> Wow. He drank a beer. <laughs> I don't know if he drank a beer. He, he toasted or something. And everyone said I did good. That's so, great. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it was, it was much more difficult than I thought it would be. Much In what way? You know, I have like Zuckerman's on his phone right now. Like we all have severe ADHD. So three hours of literal concentration. Like, like you can't Exhausted. do anything else. Yeah, you're doing a for show. Three hours. Yeah, but like I've done live TV before, but you get like little breaks. And this is like you know you're you know I did Barrett Jackson a couple of times where you're on stage for you know ten hours with a microphone, but every ninety seconds you get to stop for ninety seconds. Was were there any weirdos in the audience just staring at you? Yeah. <laughs> really? Now that you mentioned it, there was one. <laughs> okay, there always is. Tell me yeah. about this weirdo. I, I, it was just a guy with a beard who really looked at me Just a staring lot. at you a lot. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's funny you say I forgot yeah. about him. No, you're a curiosity when you're on a stage. Oh. You're in a cage. You're, well, you're honestly, a zoo animal. most people had drinks and were like whispering in each other's ears and, you know. But yeah, that guy was weird. But anyways, it, it was very difficult. Well, it sounds like it fun, worked out. Gratifying. That's great. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And you make a little money? Uh, yeah, out? a little bit, but you know. Did you get to drive any of those cars? Yes, I drove. There was you like this, Paul. There was a an eighty seven five sixty SEC six liter AMG. Really, that went for like seven hundred and fifty thousand, and the estimate was like two fifty. It, it was wow, it was those, those cars have really taken off. I I, I dig them, but I, I'm not really sure about that price that price is high look in miami it was first of all it was like dark dark pewter gray with black wheels yeah it was, it, was, sexy. it was it was great it was the car yeah but i got to move that afterwards so that's the only car i drove that did day. you like it i mean i literally moved it two feet but yeah i mean 
you know, it, it, it seemed very cool. I mean, yeah. you know, it's look, I, you know, the performance is outdated by this point, but you know, it was the car of 87. Right. And it was like, you know, it was an, it was an eighties AMG. So it was built in Chicago by the guy, I forget his name, but he built all the AMGs for the U S market. Yeah. And, um, so it's a, you know, it's, it's just a historic, it's a historic, amazing piece. car. It's got a story. Yeah. So we like stories. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. To our cherished listeners that are 50 or older, if you're listening to this Gerber Life Guaranteed Life Insurance Sponsorship ad, there's a good chance that you're alive. And if you're not, well, this may not be of interest to you. Now, I know what you're thinking. Life insurance. I'm going to live forever. Death is what happens to other people. Well, for the sake of argument, let's assume you're wrong and that someday you won't be listening to podcasts anymore. I know it's not easy to talk about, so I'll do the talking. If you're 50 plus and alive or 50 to 75 in New York, you can apply for Gerber Life Guaranteed Life Insurance with guaranteed acceptance regardless of your health. And since this life insurance is guaranteed... You don't have to get a medical exam. In fact, you don't even have to fill out a health questionnaire. For a free quote, just visit GerberLifeFamily.com. Then when you stop, I mean if you stop listening to podcasts, your family can use the insurance money to help cover your final expenses or anything else. Your kids already inherited your ears, allergies, and questionable singing voice. Don't make them inherit your final expense tab to see website for terms and restrictions. Gerber life insurance insurance anyway um, cradle to rave which cities have the most road rage listen to this uh, scientific non-scientific study uh, this uh, site is called uh, getcircuit.com <laughs> never heard of them, but they surveyed uh, a bunch of people and searched Twitter to find out which cities and drivers have the hottest tempers on the road. Can I guess? Yeah, I'm going to have you guys guess. I'm going to say, I'm going to exclude areas like Texas. Because? You can't. It's cities. I I know, but there's no, I'm going to say no cities in Texas because those people have guns. You would be wrong. Hmm. Really? All right. Can but I guess? here are the top 20 cities. Okay. Okay. Can I guess? Yeah, whatever you want. Go ahead and- Boston. Get, guess number one. Now, that's my hometown. Boston. And I can tell you, having experienced firsthand the Boston driving scene, the Massachusetts driving scene, the New York driving scene, and then the LA driving scene, Boston has nothing on places like New York and LA. Okay. Really? LA's got to be way up Boston there. is on the list. Okay. LA's got to be higher. I, I you are shoot. not in the top 10. You are Oh, the, are you serious? You're 11. Yeah. I'm okay. Gonna say, there's places, Atlanta, maybe a- Houston. Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta's well, number two, Zuckerman. There you go. Number two. Well, Miami's Georgia. up there. Miami is number five. Yeah. Los Angeles, I'll just throw it out. Is not on the list of the top 20. Wow. I can't believe I, that. I was road raging on the way over here. Now, again, <laughs> I, I don't know how scientific this study is, but it's okay. a survey and, it's, and it, it gets into more depth and more focus. I can go down, but. But I'm going to say Philadelphia. Is going to be out there. Oh, Philly. Uh, yeah. Pittsburgh. 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 Oh, yeah. There's only Real four people in heads. Pittsburgh. Here we go. Eugene, Oregon. Come on. No. Number one. No. Come no. On. no. Number no. one. No. Atlanta, Georgia, number two. Now, this is a ridiculous list. Orlando, Florida. I believe Welcome that. Welcome to Disneyland. <laughs> I'm going to blow your brains out. <laughs> they didn't say guns, but we'll get to what weapons people keep in cars. Pittsburgh, Miami, Birmingham, Nashville, Cincinnati, Tampa, Buffalo, Florida is a theme. Buffalo, I could definitely see. Hey, if they're not frozen, I mean. Knoxville, Tennessee. 
Cleveland, Ohio, Des Moines, Dallas, Grand Rapids, uh, Kansas City, Minneapolis, Fort Lauderdale, Denver. So uh, Florida, Come on, Minneapolis, Denver, Denver, yeah. Yeah, Denver Minneapolis. Oh, no one, everyone's just smiling and waving all day long and trying to listen to Prince. Not according to this list, I don't like this list. LA is not on the list. New York, New York City is not on the list. You ever driven around Manhattan? Who do you think is most prone to uh, road raging? That's easy. What type of human? Men. 50-year-old men. Yes. <laughs> Me. Older white men. <laughs> yes, well. Like you. Yes. I was literally raging. <laughs> I was on a phone call, and I was, like, cussing out this card. And there was me. a lot. I mean, it's an interesting article. There's a lot of funny data in what people are doing in cars. But this uh, also got my attention. Uh the percentage in this survey, uh, weapons drivers have kept in their cars. Tire iron. <laughs> Tire iron is number four. Yes. 39% Base of respondents. Fungo bat. <laughs> yes. But listen to what they're saying. 39% have said. Uh, that's almost half. I keep a tire iron in there or have for to do bad things to people. Baseball bat. Baseball bat is number five. Really? Tire iron is above baseball bat. Yeah. Mace? Uh, pepper spray. It's got to be something. Pepper spray is number two. Yeah, that's really? number two. Forty-five. Well, gun, a gun, a gun. Uh, you would think gun would be, but a firearm was number three. Pepper spray two, firearm three, tire taser? iron four, a knife. Taser is six. Knife. Hockey stick. <laughs> Hockey stick and lacrosse stick. Hockey stick and lacrosse stick both made the list. The skateboard made the list. But the number one is an obvious one. If you're not going to carry a gun, what are you going to carry? He said a knife. I said a knife. I said knife. I said knife. There you go. A knife. Yeah. A knife. Pool cue. I don't go bat. A bat's like you could grab it. Like a hockey stick. Like hang on a second, sir. Let me get there. Was yeah, but a knife you can just have right on you. That's that's messy. Not illegal to have a knife on you. You can have a baseball bat. Do you remember the two old guys in Canada with the fish sap? You know that thing you hit the fish with. (laughs) No, to clobber the sap is fish sap hitting each other with. You mean like a blackjack? Like it's like a blackjack with a fish (laughs) rubber one. That's awesome. It is crazy. And then they give you a bunch of uh, thoughts on how not to engage. But the simplest one, the one I use all the time now, is I don't look at people anymore. If you look at them, you start the fight. It's like like dogs or wild animals. If you just look straight ahead, even if you've done something, people will just You're really out. right about that. Two caged dogs. Two yeah. Two caged animals. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. not better than animals. And it's that dog video where the two dogs are on either side of the gate barking, and yeah. then the gate opens, and everybody just calms down. Yeah. <laughs> That's most people. Mm. But uh, you don't want to get in a fight with What them. was the number one road rage city, according to this? Uh, Oregon. That's, let me hear that's so no ridiculous. I, you ever driven around the Pacific Northwest? Look, the data doesn't lie. Now, I will say, I'm the one <laughs> raging because it, the speed limit's 70. They're all going 64 because they're stoned out of their mind. Here's what they say about that. You'd think that uh, Eugene, Oregon is an artsy place known for organic farming and beautiful hiking. And and marijuana. But Twitter and our survey tells another story. For every 100,000 people, 500 uh, hashtag road rage tweets came from this Pacific Northwest town. (laughs) Wow. I don't know. Far fewer than Atlanta, Georgia. And they're just now not so scientifically basing that on uh, Twitter users right. and road rage Twitter users. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you could safely say there are more Twitter users in Eugene, Oregon. Um, I who knows? I, I but I, I just, believe that. I don't know. 
I, I, there's no rage up there. It's just slow drivers. Definitely. I'm raging. If I go to Seattle, I'm in a bad mood every time I'm in a car. I guess. They're just so slow. Um, we finally closed Bills down. Yeah, Bills is uh, done. We had a big uh, 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 a private dinner. Zuckerman and I and Bill and uh, Judith and I think Kathy was there and Jerry came in because he had missed the big closing day and uh, Bill cooked us a uh, a delightful steak recipe uh, that I had found from uh, Gordon Ramsay's site. A simple steak recipe to try to try to make him cook it a certain way and it was delicious. What else did we have? Zuckerman Caesar salads, cigars. You said you honey spilled all over my back. Spilled honey on Zuckerman's back. <laughs> he badmouthed Johnny Lieberman for constantly telling the same story about him. Well, I, okay, it was. Uh, and, but I said, Bill, there's nothing inaccurate about his depiction of you. I don't. You may not like it, but he's it listening to you to, right now, Zuckerman. Yeah, I understand that. And then. Um, and then we closed the place down, and it's still open. One of the listeners pointed out that I'm its bills so much that I made the Google Maps of bills and sent me a picture. <laughs> I guess someone had it been really is. tracing you the street and the maps, and there were three shots of me and the kids walking and <laughs> noticing it, going, hey, I wonder if someday someone will see us in front of bills. And that, that really must, and that picture made must me be, laugh. what, four years old or so? The kids look small. The kids look small. I'm wearing a Barracuda jacket. I remember that jacket. And I had a Range Rover Sport, so. Oh, yeah, that's going like back that a few car. years. It was a nice car. How's Bill doing mentally? How's he holding up? <laughs> He's different. That is quote. He seems. Uh he seems better. He seems less stressed. Okay. He's, he's segueing into his uh, online business. Okay. Which will be selling cookies. I think uh, I won't announce it yet, but we'll announce it when he can. And then he's thinking about this new place. And cool. You know, like any ending, it's it's mixed with sadness, but also relief. Relief. Yeah. Sure. You're, sure. You don't sure. have to make it work anymore. It's like a nice divorce, Lieberman. Uh, why do you say that to directed to Lieberman? I don't know. Very happy. It's funny. Why do you laugh? Why do you laugh? Because I know laugh. you. I know you yeah, yeah. the way you I don't, think. Sorry. I don't it's know. like a nice divorce, Paul. It's like a nice divorce. <laughs> but you didn't get to beat ahead with the rock. Maybe next time. A nice holiday divorce. Some guy. I sent you that. I sent yes. you that little news article last night where a guy's trying to take pictures of himself and falls off an eight hundred foot yes. cliff with his wife watching. She just heard a yell. Ah! Why does he? I had trouble understanding why that would entertain you. Because I, I know thought, what happened. But he I said. He said. Goodbye. <laughs> just, he so he can't take her so much yes. that he just he jumps off. Yes, he jumps. Yep. That's why you're entertained. So, yeah, so, like when you when you jump off the boat into the into the water, you hold your nose. He did that. Goodbye. I thought you would be more entertained by her backing up and falling in, but no, you're entertained by him just get, giving up on the whole thing. He just said, so now that we're up here, I have something to tell you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so I was telling. Oh my. So I had, I had breakfast with the actual Dear Zuckerman guy, and I was telling he was asking me questions. What Zuckerman really like? And so I was the Dear Zuckerman guy is the guy who it's creates guy. all of he created the famously the sticker. Yeah, and, and he's as far he's a listener and a college student in Florida studying right? uh, psychology. And right. I was telling him about how like Paul makes us watch like you know videos of guys having aneurysms, <laughs> <laughs> and he said he goes that makes a lot of sense because he does this and, he, and he's he's so successful at it that his brain is 
reprogrammed itself to enjoy these like horrors. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, he's so he's, he's so he solved the nature versus nurture argument yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Nurtured. Each one of these things represents opportunity and money. He, he could have made money. <laughs> and he's uh, my theory is he's just numb to it. And I I worked in a hospital, and after a week, I was numb to a lot of blood and guts. But and this just, is more than numb. He's taking actual enjoyment pleasure out, of, out of the, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, he yeah. sees that, and he sees money. Yeah. He sees cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's a Porsche. And he, that, when the guy why, does he want, why does he want to involve us in it? Like, we don't need to be that. It's not money to us. It I, hurts. Just, you, I don't think you guys understand. You know? <laughs> no, we don't. No. no. We're normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just Zuckerman is speechless for the first time. I know. Because, okay, time. you understand life is absurd. There's a guy at the karaoke place. He stands up. He has an aneurysm. He's gone. <laughs> oh, Goodbye. We saw. We saw. You know, the I guy's know, on the cliff. It's not pleasant to look at that and be reminded of it for us. <laughs> yeah, I don't like watching people die. I really No, don't. no. Maybe today, gone tomorrow. He does say stuff like that. We're at the age where you're just going to see people drop dead right in front of you. <laughs> it's a haunting comment. They just go like this. <laughs> they go, Harry's not around anymore. He just dropped dead. <laughs> you saw, I sent you that that obituary for that guy, Melworm. Yeah. And it said, and, and it, there's a picture of him smiling outrageously. And it says, the first sentence, what a difference a day makes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, or even a minute in some circumstances. Uh, well, this is a terrible segue, but Norm Pattis from uh, Podcast One, Westwood speaking One, of. died, our friend, oh. who was uh, uh, the founder of Podcast One, Radio Hall of Famer, uh, was 79 years old, and uh, the guy who called me up, one of three podcast networks, and said, we'd like you to do a show. And I had met with the uh, the other two companies. They were young uh, uh, upstarts. Like, I guess they had just started this pot in the cool places downtown. And uh, I went to Beverly Hills for my meeting with Norm at Podcast One. And he sat down. And before he sat down, he took out his 38 revolver gun and well, put it on the table. And he goes, let's talk. And he had an open shirt with a gold <laughs> chain. And I said, we don't have to. I'm doing the show here. And he goes, well, what do you mean? He goes, I've never had a meeting start with a guy putting a gun on the table this is so entertaining to me show me the contract i'm ready to sign wow yeah. why did he have a gun um he it, was a sheriff he was an honorary sheriff it was a signature move of his but it was a signature that, move that, yeah that was that went from funny to not <laughs> <laughs> i believe he got in a little trouble for it i loved it it made me happy he was such a character and he was such a believer in this show and you know eventually we parted ways as as it one happens. does yeah, with yeah. podcast one over money but um <laughs> i did love norm and he was a terrific guy and he you know his brains behind the adam carolla podcast mm -hmm, network mm -hmm. i mean um, the motor trend uh podcast i do is on podcast one so yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah. he's approaching the gates with his pistol. <laughs> hey, St. Peter. <laughs> Do we have a deal? <laughs> Do we have a deal or not? Anyway, yeah. oh, we're going to miss you, Norm. We loved you. You're a great guy. He, he bought his wife. I remember she used to work out in the gym that I worked at, and she'd show up in a McLaren, new McLaren, every year. That's yeah, the type of guy I mean, he was. Yeah. He didn't drive it. He, he was gave a sport. It to, he gave it to the girl. Nice. And uh, it looked good on her. Anyways. 
Let's do another ad here. CollectingCars.com. Our friends at CollectingCars.com have live forbid Jensen Buttons Custom Land Rover. Now, I just happened to see this car down at uh, Kalahari Motorsport where they were working on my Series 2A. And it is lovely. It is a 1970. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait. They're talking about other cars they've sold of Jensen Buttons. I guess Jensen Button is selling all his cars Ooh. at CollectingCars.com. This is based on an 88 Land Rover 90. Uh, has uh, had a full engine and transmission swap, adding the LS3 V8 from Corvette. How about that? It's Velocity Blue. It has 18 by 9 inch wheels. It is a bitchin' looking thing. Bidding closes September 18th in December. So bid now. Nice Christmas present for someone if you don't like that. How about this? Uh, oh, this is already a sold car. A Porsche 964 Carrera 4 Works Turbo look. Wow. Look at that. Ooh. That's a fun Already piece. came through. Uh, that car sold for uh, uh, well, they lowered the reserve on it to 130,000 euros, but it sold for 211,000. That's a lot, a lot, a lot for that car. Yeah, it's a non-turbo. It's a turbo look. It's a turbo look work Ooh, yeah. car. Who knows yeah. what? A yeah, genuine yeah. 93 Sonder Wunsch 964. Yeah. One bills, 191. Not even you know, an RS. Very few yeah. of those cars. So the production numbers were so low that year. Yeah, oh. and the full. Jubileum. Jubek. Jubileum. Oh. <laughs> That's Don't. what they, yeah. <laughs> They're going to vote for you for anti-Semite of the year. <laughs> Just what collecting cards wants in their head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Collectingcards.com. We love those guys. <laughs> Get a car. Did you like that joke I made on your uh, anti-Semitic post at the awards committee? <laughs> it was very good. And what a, what a post it was. <laughs> what yes, was your was What great. was your joke? I mean, that is a hell of a post. That yeah. He just said, I was, I was yeah. just saying, had the awards committee seen this before, <laughs> they might have thought twice about awarding anti-Semite of the year to Kanye. Yeah. It's the funny part being the yeah. awards committee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I still don't understand where that vote is coming from. Why they're voting for anti-Semite of the year? Because it could be, and it would be horrible, but it could be perceived as a positive thing for those idiots. Here's our fourth one for <laughs> I, I, I want to hear the victory anyway. speech. Notable, other, yeah. another notable. But I want to hear the victory speech. Yeah. Like you know, Mr. West, uh, congratulations. Yeah, you've you've won. Um, I'd like to thank Nick Fuentes. And yes. Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, it's weird. And, and, and my daddy of them all, yeah, Adolf yeah. Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah. People will t- show uh, up to win, take an award. It's wild right now, man. I mean, the amount of. Like, I had a friend, I was, I was trying to tell the story, but a friend called me uh, just to be, he was so concerned about these anti Semitic uh, mm-hmm. communications I'm getting. And I'm like, I'm used to it, but the volume has increased like. 20 fold it's it's that one was particularly wonderful but you know it's 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 crazy like there's like there's no one is even worried about like i could probably look at this guy's email figure out if he has a job i could like send this to his employer odds are his employer's like oh he could have spelled it a little better but i I agree with the sentiment you know but like it's wild right it's just fucking wild that is yeah it's unbelievable someone would write something like that it's nuts did you block him it was an email I mean, no, I didn't respond. How did they get your email? Oh, it was my Motor Trend email. Ah, yeah. Ah. I've been getting that. I wrote that article about the electric cars and like the, it, it got posted to some right wing websites. And so the response oh. has been lovely and, and oh. encouraging and, 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 and constant. And, uh, it's been, it's just been nuts. 
But like, why get angry about electric cars? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> I have an electric car. Look what I have right behind. Yes, me. that is a Tesla Model X Plaid. Really, thousand horsepower. Yeah, SUV. Yeah, that uh, Tesla wanted me to drive. How is it? Because zero to sixties. Uh, uh, 060 is in low twos. Yeah. How I've w- only been driving it for a couple of hours and it's got the, uh, the, the, the fabled yoke. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get to the yoke in a second, but how is it as a vehicle? It's so fun. It's oh, okay. so wonderful. I'd never driven a model X before. Oh, okay. And I'm just at the very beginning of driving. I'm going to drive it for a week and I'll let you know. Uh, but, but the kids, I picked up one of the kids at school and they, they're like, Oh, this is so much more roomy. Yeah. They knew how it worked. It's a, you know, a more luxurious version of the Model Y. Right. It's blindingly fast. Yeah. Blindingly 1,020 fast. horsepower. Just a, <clears throat> yeah. Ridiculous. And, uh, but this is a funny car because it's got, it's got interesting little things in it. Like the iPad is, uh, got an angle control so I can, can either, I can bend it towards me. So it's kind of facing me like this. Give me easier access. Oh, new. Bend it away from me. It's, it's, it's so, really so, so as you probably know, Tesla got rid of their PR and communication. So the, we can't even talk to them anymore. They, right. they just dropped it all. And so because they don't do even do press releases, nobody really knows this car exists. Yeah. That's yeah. That's weird. <clears throat> yeah. Why would they do that? I heard it. Oh, uh, well. It came up when someone asked me uh, about it um, that I was working with. And I, I said, God, the same thing. I, I didn't know they were making that. Right. Nobody knows it exists. Right. Why would you make this monster incredibly fast and quick thing that is essentially going to be used to shuttle kids to and from school. Right. But here it is. Yeah. And you know, if you're a dad and you want something, you want one of these low key, super fast, maybe fastest thing on the road. I mean, I haven't even looked at what the low, uh, the the zero to 60 is. I'm guessing just by what I did and I didn't even do it in the drag strip mode. Yeah, I could. I was at GT2 RS speeds easily. So, so I mean, it, and that's not yet in plaid drag strip mode, which conditions the uh, battery and then lets you go. So the the sedan does two point one on the street to sixty. This weighs eight hundred pounds more. Otherwise, it's identical. What is it? Did you look it up? So it'll be it'll be yeah. two three two four. Yeah. Two one. Two one. No, so that's for the Model S. The X is going to be 800 pounds heavier. So yeah, it might be two, two three. Yeah. But, which is blindingly Which fast. is nuts. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. And that's, really that's, fun. That's Porsche Turbo S territory. And the yoke, which I absolutely love. Do you? And I love Matt it. Matt hates it. You know Matt hates the yoke. Well, look, here, in this- Really hates it, yeah. In, in the Model S, I see it as more functional than this, just because I think about who might be driving this car. Like, I couldn't, if I put Erica in this car, she would not be able to manage the yoke. It would, what do you it's not like for about her? It? I like the weirdness of it. Uh, it. To me, when I'm sitting down, I feel like I'm driving, it's silly, but I feel like I'm driving a weird new craft. Of yeah, some, yeah, some, sort, right? of, some sort of uh, Star Wars. Plane. Yeah, the glass starts at the lower edge of the hood and moves straight across. There's no... There's no roof line. It's just yeah. all glass. There's a little visor that you can use and you've got this yoke. It's definitely, there's a learning curve, you know, a, a day into it. Your your signals are right here with your thumb. So I, a couple times went to go switch lanes quickly and I've got to learn a new skill there, which is a thumb move here. My horn is very high on the right mm. side. So you go to beep the horn and that's not going to happen quickly. You're, you're, you're shooting for a very small target, which is a little trickier. 
the upshot of that's going to be you're probably not going to be as aggressive on the horn because you're not the downside is when you do need it <laughs> you might miss it yeah you but might, you're also you probably driving too fast to ever use a horn you know right but and you know so far i haven't felt it's just a whole new thing which i like i mean i like new things i don't for some reason i started thinking about the carrera gt and the challenge of driving that car it's definitely not that but it is there is a learning curve to using this yoke and hmm. to getting comfortable with it and learning the new position things and again um you know we'll talk about it next week on festivus show and i've had a chance to k- truly experience it but we should definitely have Farah on if you're going to talk about how great the oh yoke god is. we can't listen uh, nobody to wants to hear that he, he and i just an oxen in a past life he was a yoked oxen <laughs> yeah and he just hates the notion of a yoke i will I, but i like but i just like new things i like i like things that are different no, i mean no, i'm with you on that i'm with you on maybe that. that's just me because i drive I, so many different you're things. funny you know me I'm I, I suffer from contempt prior to investigation so the right. first time something new comes along I don't want it I right. don't like it I'm in this take hand now I like the fucking yeah. thing I like it yeah it's good yeah there's nothing wrong with it I gotta get you in a lucid man well you will I mean yeah. what I don't like about the take hand what's up with this smallish door aperture have you noticed that? What is what's yeah. up? With- well, a lot of it has to do with the fact that because there are batteries, right? It the floor is way higher than in a regular right. car. So you'll notice once you, your head clears yeah. it, there's a huge space above the, you know the, the rail. Um, but yeah, the doors are just small because of the batteries. Right, they force the the, the aperture. Right. So the, the yeah. first time the first time I got out, I, I found myself like a weird game of operation hitting hitting all of the other sides. But yeah. Yeah. I am enjoying driving. Yeah, this yeah, car. yeah. There's more controversy about Lucid going on. Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've Jil- been I've been out of it. What's going on? I think it was Jalopnik or uh, Insider, which I don't know what it is, but I thought I read this on Jalopnik about what it takes to cancel your order. <laughs> you can't. What it takes to, if you want if you've ordered a Lucid, what yeah. it takes to cancel it. Oh, I see. Speaking to an Insider. A Lucid employee outlined what the company expects employees to do to keep customers from canceling their orders. Essentially, it involves bugging the hell out of them. Oh, the mattress guy. First comes the unnecessary elevation to a case manager where a customer gives word they want their order canceled. When a customer asks to cancel their order, the request is assigned to a Lucid case owner who must call the customer within 24 hours to attempt to save the order, which is okay. That seems fine. If they don't reach the customer, they must try calling again three more times on consecutive days, then more calls. Then the case is passed up to a manager to review logged activities. It just gets worse. Call the customer within 24 hours, then try calling him again five more times on consecutive days. I mean, this sounds fabricated, but also like... No, this is from the guy who did it. This is is DirecTV's business If they don't make contact... And then another unnecessary elevation happens and even more calls. After that, the case goes to a regional manager who must try calling the customer within 24 hours, then try calling again three more times on three consecutive days. At that point, they can cancel the reservation. <laughs> Keep in mind, after all of these days, which is about two weeks, you're, you're, you've canceled online, but the, your cancellation has not gone through. An insider uh, points out that the, um, uh, that amounts to two weeks of calls to keep you from canceling your order. Mind you, during this entire time, 
They haven't even canceled the order. I just said that. They just want to speak to you to keep you from canceling. You're not buying it, Lieberman? I don't know. Lieberman's very pro-lucid. No, no, that just sounds fishy that any car company would act like DirecTV. You know what I mean? Like, that's just sounds... And Sirius XM Radio. Or or a debt collector. Yeah. Well, that's a verified insider from the company who... What do you mean verified? Hang on. Can I text text the guy at the company and be like, hey, is there any... Well, no, he'll he'll talk to me. He doesn't know I'm on the air right now. I'll text, I'll text the guy. He's, he's yeah, you text him. I'll text him. <laughs> I'll text him. We'll sit around and wait for your text. Yeah. I uh, I trust yeah. the reporting at Jalopnik. I have yeah. to say that's okay, I trust. Well. The, I, I believe Even that they have texting Jimmy Hoffa. They have yeah. verified that story. I, I don't. Yeah, he's texting Subway mm. sandwiches. All right. While you're texting, I'm going to do an ad. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. Tis the season for clean balls. Our friends at Manscaped are helping you clear your driveway for. Safe travels for this holiday season, from stocking stuffers to white elephants. Manscaped's products are the top of every wish list. Grab some crop mops for your pops or the body buffer for the holiday lover. Win this year's white elephant gift and help all the men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog this December. Zuckerman wrote this. By going to manscaped.com and using code SPIKE20, for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped is the one-stop shop for all your holiday needs. They have the perfect gift in the Platinum Package 4.0 plus loads of little presents perfect for stocking stuffers. Manscaped offers a handful of their liquid formulations, shampoos, body washes, upstairs, downstairs, deodorants, gels, exfoliants, absolutely everything they could need to keep it clean. They also have the Shears 2.0, their full kit for nail care, scissors, clippers, tweezers, and a file for the traveling man. I use it. Used it yesterday. I love all their stuff. Get 20% off and free shipping with code SPIKE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use SPIKE20 uh, as a code. Manscaped for the perfect gift that will be the holiday's biggest hit. And the best travel deodorant in the business. What what's, what Manscaped. makes a good travel deodorant? It's small. It's just <laughs> oh, small. That's true. It's so good. <laughs> that is true. That's yeah, I, I use it. I, I actually bought more on my own because it's like I ran out. I'm like, I need this. It's so good. Did you get a response? You're not. Oh, I just bought it. No, one. no, from your your friend or can I? Yeah, yeah. Well, he 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 is he's he's read it. He said from last week. I said yeah, and he's 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 typing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Go ahead. I'm gonna give you one more one more minute, but. Uh, I made the stupid mistake of fixing my wife's uh, Tesla wheels. Anthony, Why? Anthony Laner's guys from Exotic Car came over this morning. I don't know. Why didn't you just scrape them the minute you got the car for? <laughs> but here's what I did. Here's what I did. Pre-scrape. <laughs> yeah, that's like my yeah. car. Look at what, what I do it. I, and I tell the listeners and I tell my friends do the same thing it, it, with with uh, the wife's car or the husband who scrapes the t- the wheels. You fix them once a year at the end of the year, and then you have to kind of let go. And I said to her, I said, "Look, it's done." It's in the front yard. If you want to take it out today and scrape them back up, go ahead. That's my gift to you. But but I want them perfect for five minutes. <laughs> and I went outside and I enjoyed scuff-free wheels. Oh, that for, must be for so one nice. day. For one, no, for a few minutes. <laughs> and I said, really, don't feel any pressure. I don't want you to feel any pressure. But uh, I did this for myself and and try not to do it, please. And then I confessed to her that for the first time in I think four years while she was away in Texas, I scuffed the wheel in Hollywood. 
And Which she, she looked at you confused as if you... As she if, was like, why would you tell me that? I can't believe he didn't hide that from me. I go, I, I'm not going to hide it from you. I, I did it. It happens. And it happens. One, and I was four years. He yeah. was in front of the hotel where we uh, train, Zuckerman. Mm-hmm. And you know when you park at that right. meter and there's cars speeding around the corner right yep. there? Yeah. But in truth, those wheels were so effed up, I wasn't really caring and paying attention to them. But it's a horrible sound. Ugh. It's a horrible sound. I, when I got when I got the Rivian wrapped, uh, they did you know they whatever ceramic coated the wheels. My wife had to pick it up. She flew in the place is down by LAX. Drive it back to the house. I got yep. home scuffed. Oh boy, she somehow like it, that should be an option pre scuff. <laughs> did you get uh, Did yeah. you get any response? Oh, uh, on, Lieberman. Is we don't have the, to. It's fine. You can punt it. Punt. Okay. Punt. Rolex. How about that story? What's the story? What is the story? What's the story, Morning Glory? They're finally getting into the secondary market. Last week, the world-famous Swiss watchmaker announced that the start of their own certified pre-owned watch program, under which it will sell authenticated watches first through the luxury retailer Boucherer, and then expanding to authorized dealers. But this is the long-awaited Rolex verification Ferrari classiche of watches. What does this mean for the listener? More money. What do you think? Out of your pocket. Here's what I think. Okay, I spent a great deal of time thinking about this. I haven't thought about it. Like six minutes. Like how does it affect our our guys that are out there? Especially one of our sponsors, Bob's Watches, who we love and we trust, and we trust their reputation. What I think it is, is is like a Ferrari classiche or a Porsche certified pre-owned. Right. They will control a certain portion of the market. Those watches will be more expensive, but that you'll be fine also buying from the existing successful pre-owned retailers. But it's, it's interesting what, what I would want. uh, What's very interesting to me where I'm leaning in is if say they would be uh, looking at your, your late sixties and early seventies Daytonas and things of that nature right. be able to go, you got a perfect one, right? Right. You got a perfect six, two, six, three Daytona or, uh, or the old five, five, one, two, uh-huh. or my uh, French Navy sub. We've verified that. And here's some paperwork because that right there increases the value of the watch. And th- that's the way it used to be done. Back, sure. Know, what maybe more than ten years ago, more. you could bring an old watch into Beverly Hills Rolex service. They would repair it and give you a service thing, and that was the verification. Look, there's your service receipt. Receipt. They took it, they repaired it, and now your watch from the seventies is legit, right? Second to original papers. Does it create two markets? In other words, you have the certified Possibly. and the uncertified. A way for people to get into Rolex is a little cheaper, maybe? It all depends if they're going to do a certification program or if they're only going to accept certain watches to sell as pre-owned. I, I don't. Uh, I would guess, I mean, and again, this is all just guessing and we can figure it out. We're calling Ben Clymer or someone like that. But I, I would guess they're going to start with the pre-owned market, which is pretty hot right now. Yeah, and a lot then of money there. Where I think for watch people like me, it's, if they could verify vintage, if they could say, you know, like Moise, remember right. he's got all, he's got these beautiful watches and sometimes he's afraid to kind of sell them because he doesn't want to find out if they're real or not. Right. I think there's a bunch of us <laughs> who bought stuff right. and it's happened to me. I had, I had a, a, a vintage Hoyer, a yellow, a, a orange face diver that 
I was getting rid of watches. I brought it in. They, they said, this is a complete put together. It's worth nothing. And I was, oh, I was so God. destroyed. I'd only bought it years ago for 800 bucks, but it had appreciated to four or $5,000. And, like, and then depreciated to zero. No, it went back. It, I still sold it for a grand, the sum total of the parts to somebody who was interested in it. But right. it was, it was like, oh, you know, is there anything else in my collection now that. Any other right. Fugazis. Yeah, so I hope that they're going to do that because I think that's where they could really better the watch world, right? Don't you think? You guys want to do a Dear Zuckerman? Yes, why not? We got a show. We have done a show. It's 46 minutes in. Hey, but do one because we're going to do Festivus. Yeah, do a bunch because everyone loves Dear Zuckerman. I won't do a bunch. I'll never do what you ask. But I'll do three. I know. How about that? Yeah, I know, I know. You ask. Sometimes people let... none. Some of these were sent in. Some of these weren't sent in. Now people are uh, saying, here, do this one, do that one. (laughs) And uh, some of these I found on my own. Dear Zuckerman, my fiance and I are planning our wedding. As the Already (laughs) thing. Let's stop there. You just stop right there. Just stop there. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like weddings. Or fiance. Well, you know, it's it's just... Okay. All right, let me read the letter. Let me read the letter. As the bride, I'm planning on making certain requests of my guests to make sure that my special day is as perfect as possible. For example, I'm asking that my guests wear exclusively yellow at the ceremony. My fiance has been very supportive, but he angrily rejected my second request that our guests remain silent throughout both the ceremony and the reception to ensure that focus remains on us. My fiance said that this is irrational. He does not want to have a silent wedding. I said the guests will not, will not be permitted to speak at all during the ceremony and there would be instrumental music playing quietly. Is my fiance's lack of understanding and support a red flag? Asked the woman. <gasps> You're the red flag, lady. Oh my God. You were the red flag. Wow. That can't be real. Wait, okay. It's real. Oh, it's oh, wait, real. Let me ask you where, where does one buy yellow clothes? I'm on a, where am I going to get TJ Maxx? A yellow suit? I mean, look, you could. That's you the could, easiest part of this. The silent wedding is so. Bizarre. Yeah, but and how are you going to enforce this? Yeah, you're going to shush. Your whole wedding day is shushing. Right. I think you're allowed to turn and quietly talk, but... Are you? You can only... silence But it's silence will keep all the focus on them. All right. Having having been through one of these ceremonies, that'll be many years ago. Yes. I don't think you're aware of anything that's happening in the audience when you're standing that's up right. there. You're you're been transported into another dimension of 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 panic and and, and lack of understanding. And you don't panic. Lady, you're not gonna you're not gonna hear anyone in the audience. Yeah, she's a big but red flag. What kind of mental disorder do you have to have to like you know? Obviously, this is a person who's been fantasizing about her wedding yes, her forever. entire life, where it has to be a, a moving photograph right i mean how sick are you you know you're very sick because that that's the that's the kind of person that says if the the whole world just acted the way i wanted them to right be okay right yeah well most people don't know how to uh manage a live event they don't understand that that audience of people don't really want to be at your wedding 
and you have to entertain them. They have to have a good time. It's they they want to have a good time, and if they have a good time, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. And, and cool. what she's saying is, I just want to have the good time, and this is how I have it. And not even her husband or fiance is on board. It's a ridiculous it, request. It's sicker than that, though. I mean, it's a real illness. I mean, that's like, could you? First of all, could you imagine going to a wedding? I, I went to a hotel once where we, we weren't allowed to like use our phones, and we had to eat their vegan yeah. bullshit food, and like you, you couldn't be loud. And and we, a bunch of us snuck out, like you know, when the lights went out to go to McDonald's or something, just because like it was and nobody you know, wants to be controlled. That it's just crazy. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. I'm back to my first, the first sentence. We're right back there laughing again, which is, you know, there's a 50% success rate. This one has a 0% chance of success rate as a marriage. What about, what's the, what's the rate and percentage that this guy will jump into the Grand Canyon? Like the, <laughs> like the other guy. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Or push her. It's 100% oh that someone's going off this the is cliff. Horrible. Cruise. The, the honeymoon this cruise. is horrible. And she winds up in the drink. Oh boy. There's 15 feet of, of blood smear. But somehow she, we don't, she fell off. Did you see that story about Florida man that fell off the cruise ship? Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't know how he got there. Did I send that to you? Yeah. He goes, the last thing I remember was doing an air guitar contest and they had footage from it and he's just flying across the floor. And the reporter goes, were you drinking? And he goes, uh, yeah, I had a drink, but it was the air guitar contest. Yeah. That he has no memory of what happens later other than floating in the water for five hours. And he made it. It's a, it's a really funny story. Really funny story. And uh, yeah, some boats just cruising along, and it's like, hey, is that a guy up there in the middle of nowhere? I I still can't get over that she wants people to be silent at the reception. That's fucking insane. Yeah, that's not a reception. Yeah. No. That's called hostage chasing. That's turning people into your like toys. What did you do to make your wedding fun? I did some things. Well, what we did was, I'll I'll tell tell you you the number number one thing we did is I had some relatives that are notorious wedding ruiners. And my wife and I said to each other, like, no matter what they do. Notorious wedding ruiners. Yes. So what did you do? We said, no matter what they do. Well, no matter what they do, we're going to have a good time. Do they hit people, steal from the purse room? It's what more do they do? Like they, one of them insists on singing. So I was like, you know what? Give her the mic. It'll be great. Let her, like, she's the band leader. You know, we just, that's what we did. Erica likes disco and her friends like to dance. So I hired the village people to play at my wedding. Really? Which was really not that expensive back in the day. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah. They were, they were not being celebrated in the moment. Right. We had a uh, Cuban cigar bar. We had next to it a mustache bar where you could put on a fake mustache and smoke a cigar. Okay. We had a game room. It was wonderful. It was wow. really fun. We had a really fun mitzvah. party. We had alcohol. <laughs> we had a lot of alcohol. We had alcohol. Lots of it. We had uh, a memorable toast from Mr. Louis C.K. who oh. came out and oh. uh, made a very funny toast about not knowing us well enough to give a toast. That's good. Which really made us all laugh. And it was, uh, it was a good time. I wish I uh, I spent more time on the dance floor. That's the one regret I have. Instead of standing off to the side in the bathroom. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> he always projects his world onto you. Amen. Dear Zuckerman, I have been with my husband for twenty three years. It took me many years to. Tr- <laughs> Why is that funny? Why are these lines funny? Because, you know, your your eyes are on the paper. I'm looking at him, and you say that someone's married for twenty three years. How long have you been married? 26. Yeah, I've been married for a while, too. But he just starts, like, like just say you know where he's at. Because you know. (laughs) I know. I know. Okay, hold on. Boy, that poor guy. (laughs) 23 years. No, I think this is the woman. It took me many years to trust him. 
due to his past behavior where he lied to me and was with other women. Recently, he started acting suspiciously again, so this time I decided to look at his text messages. Oh, boy. I bet it went well. Where I found that he is planning to take a single woman camping for the weekend. (laughs) Romantic. (laughs) We had a huge fight. He said he told her that I said it was okay. I am angry, hurt, and I feel betrayed. And I destroyed every card and 99% of the pictures of the two of us. Do you have any other suggestions, Zuckerman? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Cutting up his underwear and the cards and the pictures. Yes, you're angry. You need to leave this guy. This guy's a scoundrel. Camping, what a real sport, too. You want to know what what picture she kept? She goes, oh, this is a good one. I look pretty good in this one. Why do I keep this one? He's he's probably the wedding. He's going to have a wild weekend at at a KOA site somewhere. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Hey, babe, dude, let's use the porta potty together. If you're stepping out and you're, you know, you've been married 23 years, so you're deep in your 50s, you're going to camping? Pooping outside. Exactly. Where, let's let's I mean, share a porta potty. Yeah, lady, <laughs> you're right to feel the way you do, and and shredding the the anniversary cards and photographs is not the right action. It's not the right action. No, that, just, that's just, very impotent and do, feeble. I would divorce. buy. I would buy a tent. <laughs> I would. Go, I would go camping too, <laughs> and show up next next to them. Yes, be a, or you all. Oh, the whole letter together. is irrational. He uh, he said that I said I was okay with it. That's what she's angry about. She's not about angry that, that about the was camping a weird, trip. That was a weird tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people don't know how to put the information down in a letter. It's it happens. Zuckerman, you see it all the time. All the time. You just give me the basics of the story, and then you're on the phone for an hour. All right, last one. Here we go, dear Zuckerman. My grandson is in the first grade and is being bullied by a classmate. The first time, this bully threw him to the ground and started punching him in the face. This is first grade. In the second incident, the classmate pushed my grandson to the ground and began kicking him in the stomach. The bully's mother, my daughter-in-law, went to his school and told... uh, Oh, no, I'm sorry. The boy's mother, my daughter-in-law, went to his school and told them she was not sending him back without a conference. But there's more. This six or seven-year-old then brought a stun gun to school. (laughs) Yes, I said that. He was pointing this weapon at students. He has been absent uh, from school since that day. The grandma part of me wants to call the local news and the police. Oh, the news. This child. the news. I don't know his identity, obviously, in my opinion, has a lack of supervision at home. Should I just stay out of it, Zuckerman? Worried and mad grandma. Yes, grandma. Of course, you answer your own question. Your idea is you're going to go to the newspaper? Why don't you call Dan Rather? Why don't you call Morley Safer? Oh, Walter Uh, Cronkite. Yeah, Walter Cronkite. I'm going to call the newspaper. Paper, sixty minutes. That, that's just silly. Or yeah, you know, it also sounds like the kid was expelled after bringing the stun yes, gun to yes. school. If, yes. You know what? She should mind her own business. If she wanted to do something, she really felt the need, and it would be an overstep. Call the principal and say, you know, that's my grandson who's getting bullied at your school. I hope you pay better attention to this, and then hang up the phone. Move on. It's a first grader. The kid doesn't even know what he's doing. He's not even going to remember this. But also, yeah. like, how could it be allowed to happen twice? You know what I mean? Like if, if a kid's literally on top of another kid punching him, teachers see it. Because she's exaggerating. Ah. Except the stun gun part. But I'm sure <laughs> even that. A stun gun. It's probably a water pistol. Maybe it was a taser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, kids do bring weird shit to school. No, you, you've had this experience. You hear about your kids getting bullied or your kid punches someone. Yeah. And then you go to school and you see the two kids and you go, what I thought was happening and what I think happened are two very oh, different We go things. through it on a weekly basis, daily yeah. basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, this Who's is the an- aggressor? Oh, my kid's a slugger. Is he really? <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's not He's not slugging. He just likes to run at full speed and like oh. run into people. But it causes, he's much bigger than them. <laughs> well, that's our show, ladies that's and gentlemen. It. That's it. We've had a fine show. We'll have uh, more on the Model Y uh, Plaid. Model X, X, X. Model X, sorry. Plaid next week. Uh, and uh, we will have our big Festivus show. Yeah. Are you going to do the retelling of the Festivus story? Do yes. I have to? I mean, you can do the short board. I'll, I'll, see, if, is I'll see if I can learn some new things about Why don't you get Festivus. the guy on the phone for five minutes? Danny O'Keefe. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'll, try, I'll call Danny up and see if I can find him. Or get get. It'll be, you know, be interesting to hear uh, like Jerry's take on it. No, I'd rather have Danny say how this the whole show changed his life for the worst. Yeah, well, he, he's okay, going to remember good. more about it. Yeah, since it's now bigger than Scientology. Right, it's huge. Right, I'm we'll a member. We'll see you next week at Spike Scar Radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.